let me share with you some of the biggest lessons I learned from being a judgy prick. Now, I used to be a judgy prick. I had a chip on my shoulder might be a nice way of saying it. And honestly, I didn't even realize it for a long time. I just thought it was normal to operate that way. And what I've come to realize is that, well, two things. One, it actually is, when I say normal, I should say the norm to operate that way. That doesn't mean it's the right way to operate, but a lot of people spend their lives operating from a place of judgment. And I also want to say, hey, it's it doesn't have to be forever. Um, it, it's, a, it's a problem with a solution. It's not indicative of who you are. It's not a personality trait per se. It is a learned behavior and it can be unlearned. And when it is unlearned and you go from judging to accepting, your rapport with people and your relationships can really, really take off. And that's what I want to share with you because recently I'm doing this self, what's the word for it? Well, it's called Next Great Adventure. It's put on by the Acton Business School. And the, the first module is just all about like getting to know yourself and under, like truly understanding what drives you, how you operate, all that good stuff. And I sent out an email, part of the course is to send out an email to five people you know from different areas of your life and ask them what you do really well. And it's a little bit weird because, you know, we don't always think about what we do well. It's really hard to see actually what you do well because it probably feels very natural and open to you. Or natural and just you know flowy for you, and so you're like, well, that 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 doesn't mean anything because that's easy for me. But other people from the outsider's perspective are like, man, you do that really well. And so anyway, so I sent this out to five different people from five different areas of my life, and the major common thing was like, oh, you're you're good at like distilling information and making complex subjects sound simple. I'm like, cool, that that's awesome. But the second one is what really hit me, which uh, I think three or four of the five said you are really neutral and non-judgmental. And because of that, people feel very prone to open up to you and they feel safe to open up to you because they just don't think you're going to judge them. And, and they th- they thought there was some superpower in that or some variation of that. And I'm like, wow, that is so interesting because that used to be a complete weakness of mine. I was a prick. So like I said, it was like, you know, having a chip on your shoulder would be a better way to say it. Like some shit from my childhood or whatever you want to call it caused me to feel so small and so inferior on the inside. You know what I mean? At my at my core, that is how I felt. Small and inferior and just whatever you want to call it. And the way that shows up and bubbles out is judgment. Because really what I'm doing is judging myself. And because I feel so shitty about myself, I don't want to feel like I'm being left behind. So then I have to project that judgment onto everybody in my life. And I can't be happy for other people when they're winning. Maybe you felt that way yourself. Where you're like, dude, you see somebody winning and you start kind of talking shit in your own head about it. You know, <laughs> you, know? you get a little judgment of your own. Hey, all good. That, that is a natural human tendency. But here's the deal. If you let that run rampant, if, if you let yourself operate that way for too long, it's going to create a lot of walls in your life. It's going to keep you from connecting with people. And so you want to try and remove that as best you can. And there's one, there's, there's one concept that we've got to start with before we get there. And that is what you process is what you project. And what you project get mirrored, gets mirrored back to you. So whatever you're processing in your soul, in your heart, however you feel about yourself, that's processing. That's called internal processing. How you feel at your core. You might not even be consciously aware of it. You know, it might just be, it it might be so deeply seated and deeply rooted that you're just not, you can't even put words to it. But how you process internally is the type of energy you will project into the world. You will project that energy on other people and then the world will mirror it back to you. 
And here's what I mean by that. When I was in the peak of my judging days, let's just call it, I obviously, like looking back, I obviously didn't feel great about myself. That's, I mean, that's far and away like number one. And probably anybody in my life who was outside of me could see that. They may have liked me, even loved me, but could see that I was struggling and I was hurting and that I didn't feel great about myself. It's obvious in hindsight, but that's where it started. And because of that, you know, a couple, a couple different behaviors came up. I would make like cutting criticisms and witty remarks that were like kind of disguised as humor, but really they, I was just like saying shitty things to my friend. B, I was underselling everybody else's success. So anytime somebody had a win, I would find a way to like cut them down either in my own mind or like to my friends be like, oh, so-and-so thinks they're shit, but they're really not. And here's why I was judging. I didn't feel great. Therefore, I projected that energy outward through my words, through my actions, through my very energy. And then it got mirrored back to me. Nobody, nobody wanted to be around me. It's not like people were like, you know, ostracizing me, but I I shouldn't even say they didn't want to be around me, but it was really hard to create authentic connection because everybody's like, well, this guy's an asshole. I'm not going to let him in. I'm not going to share my wins with him. I'm not going to put myself in a vulnerable position against this guy who's got such harsh words and harsh energy for other people. I, I began to sense that. I began to sense that. And then, you know, you, you can sense it, but you're not really sure what's going on. But I soon came to realize, man, in all these relationships where people, it's like, hey, we're friends and we're and we, we like each other, let's just call it. But like, maybe it's lacking the true connection I can see that's capable in these other people's relationships. I'm like, oh, I'm the common denominator. I'm the one who people are having trouble creating a true authentic connection with. And then you got to go and be like, well, if I'm the common denominator, what's the problem? Well, dude, it's because I wasn't comfortable with myself. You know, I was constantly worried about how I measured up to everybody else in comparison, comparing my success to other people's. I was always worried about saying the right thing, stressing about whether someone likes me or not. And this stress that I was perceiving internally got projected in a bunch of different ways, or I should say manifested a bunch of different ways. But essentially what I just said is no one felt truly, I can feel it now, or I can see it now looking back, no one felt truly comfortable around me because I wasn't comfortable with myself. And the solution to that, that I I feel like I overcame, I mean, I don't even know how long this journey would be, 10, 15, 20 years maybe. But what happened, how, how did I flip from that To now when I ask people, hey, what do I do well? They say, hey, dude, you are really, it's easy to be really open around you and you're really non-judgmental. Well, how did that happen? Well, I had to go inward, man. I had to go a little journey and I had to learn to sit with myself. I had to learn to be open and honest with myself. I had to stop lying to myself about the fact that like, dude, you're kind of a dick. But you're kind of a dick because of these things, because you feel this way, because you feel uncomfortable about yourself, because you have this inferiority complex. And how can you, and this is the twofold thing, one, accept yourself fully, accept your, accept your humanity. So warts and all, like, dude, look, you're a person, you're not perfect. Accept that and remove all the shame and guilt around coming up short as you see it from the world. But then also, how can I grow? How can I how can I grow into the person who is capable of so much more, who is capable of great connections, who is capable of being comfortable in any in anyone's company? How can I do that? And for a lot of people, the growth never happens because we can't accept ourselves. We judge ourselves too harshly. And the judgment creates shame and it creates guilt. Well, shame and guilt aren't productive emotions. They don't do anything for you. 
So the only way to get rid of them is to remove the judgment of yourself. You have to give yourself a little bit of grace. You have to give yourself permission to be human. And if you can just give yourself that permission, like, dude, nobody's perfect. I got some things I want to work on. And I've been, I'll fully accept that about myself. Cool. If you can do that, well, now you're going to start growing rapidly because growth is a byproduct of acceptance. When you accept your flaws without judgment and you accept yourself without judgment, then you can go to work on improving them. And you're not, and you're not working. It's not coming from this place of like inferiority or lacking. It's coming from a place of love. It's not like, oh, I've got to get better so that I can respect myself. It's I, I already do respect myself and I already do love myself. And therefore, because I love and respect myself, I'm going to, I'm going to honor that in the highest way possible, which is to grow into the person I'm capable of becoming. And when you treat yourself this way, when you project that energy into every interaction, because that, if, if you can truly feel that way on the inside, and that's how you process, you will project that energy into every interaction you have. No judgment, just acceptance. And, that, and people will mirror it back to you. People will respond to that. They will let their walls down. They will want to be around you. They want to be around you because they feel free to be themselves around you. And that's all anybody wants. They just, they just want to be seen. They just want to feel free free to be themselves, free to, free to speak their mind without worrying about offending or saying the wrong thing or being judged. And if you can create that aura around yourself, which again, starts with going internal and accepting yourself and project that energy outward, you will have more and faster authentic connections in this world than you know what to do with. Cool. That's it. That's short. Here's what's going on with me. We got 50 people flying into Dripping Springs tomorrow. We're hosting them all week at the beautiful Camp Lucy Resort. Going to do some freaking awesome sessions with myself, Angie, uh, a couple awesome guest speakers, which I'll, I'll talk about after the, uh, after the weekend. And it's going to be awesome. And what I'm most proud about of this environment is, if, if you can be proud, is, <laughs> is that people want to come down here. People want to spend time with us in the environment that we've curated because it is a place where you, you don't have to worry about shit, man. You can wear what you want. You can say what you want. You can be who you want to be. And you can know that you're going to be in a room of people who don't judge you, who accept you for right wherever you are on the journey. And they're going to encourage you to keep leaning into that self-love and self-respect so that you could keep growing and becoming the person that you are capable of becoming. Every person in this room is going to share one common belief, and that is that the belief that the greatest contribution you can make to this world is to become the person you are capable of becoming by developing all the talents and gifts that were given to you. And so many people in this world get stuck at the start. They do not collect $200. They do not pass go. They hamstring themselves in that pursuit because they're too busy judging themselves resenting themselves, resenting their human experience, resenting other success. And if we could just flip the script on that, if we could just get into a place of, hey man, I am human. I accept myself fully for where I'm at. And because I love myself so much, I'm going to honor that by growing into and developing all the talents I have. You know, every person who flips that switch, who makes that 
journey, like they are going to affect so many people positively in this world. So, you know, if it's, you know, it's probably too late, you know, by the time this thing airs, most people already, it'll air on Friday morning. Most people already be here starting to gather. But if that's something you want to be a part of, you know, our big level up retreat is annually late January, early February at Camp Lucy, which is a beautiful resort down here in the hill country of Texas. We do other in-person stuff as well. We're very mindful about curating rooms and, and creating environments to foster that growth in people. So I would just encourage you, if that's something that sounds cool, man, just follow along. Uh, you know, you can get on my Instagram, paul.lingzo. Obviously, keep listening to the podcast. All the stuff that I do is up at thegoodshit.info. Kind of revamping that site lately. Uh, you can follow along with Angie, angie.lingzo. Uh, you know, if you're more to the women's side, like obviously we kind of have the same tactics and strategies and worldviews, but they're expressed much differently because Angie's Angie and I'm Paul. And just follow along and, and keep your eye out. Reach out. We Before we can foster an awesome in-person environment, we have to foster a conversation online. So like that's what we do. I get messages every day <laughs> from people who either listen to the podcast, listen to Angie's podcast, and we're just here to serve and continue the conversation. And, um, you know, we'd love to see you at one of our events one day. But uh, that's all I got for you for now. Like I said, I'm making it quick. I'm going to go finish. And when I say finish my presentation for this weekend, I mean continue to freaking tinker with it because I just love this shit so much. I can't let it go. I have to keep playing with my slides and keep playing with the presentation until it just hits exactly the way I want it to. And uh, that's how I'm going to spend the rest of my afternoon. So y'all have a good one and I will talk to you soon.